Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Times podcast. I am your host, Kevin Bradley, flying solo today as my co-host, Mr. Kevin Gallagher, is busy commentating on Fight to Win, and he's doing an incredible job. If you can, go back and re-watch his job commentating because the man has dulcet tones that enhance the event to uh, levels since unknown. So we love to see him doing well. Kev, come back. I need you, man. I'm already floundering. Uh, I'd be remiss not to bring up sponsors of the show, No Judges Needed, your one-stop shop for all of your grappling needs. I'm talking rash guards. I'm talking geese modeled by the intrepid Mr. Kevin Gallagher. I'm talking combat shorts, casual apparel, hoodies. It's getting cold out there, fam. But for when the weather starts to to raise a little bit, you've got T-shirts, tank tops, all your needs met. And these are guys that are giving back to the community in some big ways. So when you support them, you're lifting all of us up. Now, I know the prices are a bit expensive and coronavirus is currently shellacking all of us in the wallet. That is why we've partnered with them to get you a promo code. Type in the code JJT at checkout and net 20% off all purchases. Let them know we sent you. You'd be helping them out, helping us out, and helping yourselves out. Once again, that is www.nojudgesneeded.com, code JJT for 20% off. All right, ad read over. I think anyone who's been doing jujitsu long enough realizes how transformative it can be in your life, you know, and, and how you view the world and, and how you see yourself, how you interact with others. And it helps people get the best version of you. It can help you uh, mentally, physically, spiritually. The, the roots to self-improvement are boundless. But, but oftentimes, there are different levels. There are higher levels in which the art can, can help others and help entire communities feel better and be better uh, to themselves and each other. And today... I am very proud to welcome a guest who is doing a ton in that regard. So please give a warm welcome to BJJ, Purple Belt, and all-around phenomenal human being, Mr. Jordan Thomas. Jordan, welcome to the Jiu-Jitsu Times podcast, man. Thank you so much for having uh, giving us your time. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Kevin. This is cool. I'm pretty pumped. <clears throat> yeah, I got so I forgot to ask, but is, is your little furry buddy still there or – yeah, he's gonna be hanging out. Oh, uh, we we <laughs> love the doggos here on the Jiu-Jitsu Times podcast. What's his name? He's a big part of the story. Uh, this is Chance. <laughs> this oh Chance. Well, that you know, from what I do know, that is a that is a pretty appropriate name, and it does tie into your your narrative pretty well. So let's give our listeners and viewers a little bit more background info on you and your relationship to Jiu-Jitsu. How did you find Jiu-Jitsu? So, um, I initially found jujitsu, um, in like my, like teenage years. Um, I was doing Muay Thai at, uh, this place down the street from my grandmother's house called the American martial arts center. And, um, I remember I kind of got to backtrack, I guess. I remember like I was, um, I've kind of been like martial arts has been in, in and out of my life since I was young. Like I did Taekwondo when I was a little kid. And, um, and as I got older, like I, uh, I was on like Kaza or like Napster or something. And I downloaded this, like, uh, some like pride video. Wait, and I wait, saw, like, wait, wait, real quick. Do you mean Kaza? Yeah. Kaza. Oh, oh, is that how you say yeah. it? 
And I uh, I downloaded like a Pride Fighter, like Vanderlei Silva, and I was like MMA. Whoa, like what is this? You know what I mean? And uh, I was like immediately typed it into like my internet, like where can I do MMA? And I found this school is like Muay Thai. Uh, and it also said like Jeet Kune Do concepts and I was like super into Bruce Lee and it said MMA and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to this place. And, um, I went there and, um, was doing a lot of Muay Thai and, um, and then this guy, um, his name was Mel Ona. He, um, he came and he just started teaching jujitsu like every Saturday. And, um, I remember just instantly being like hooked, like this is. I like love this. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah. that a lot of people have that feeling like the first time they um they do it it's just like whoa, like blown away. I mean, I was blown away of how terrified and sad I was, but you know, that's, that's <laughs> me. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's it's important to pivot pretty quickly into how you took that passion because a lot of people take jujitsu, they use it for themselves and maybe a few others, but you really wanted to empower a lot of people through the art of jujitsu. So what was it like? Tell, tell us a little bit more about the, the different uh, initiatives you started for in, uh, in and around the Boston area. Cause I think that's a big part of your story. Okay. Yeah. So um, I guess like it's easier if I start like maybe with like the beginning of my life. Um, like I, so I grew up in a pretty like, turbulent house. Um, it was pretty violent. Um, like every day was chaotic. There was from like the time when I was a very little kid, like, um, it was, it was insane. And, um, I always remember, like, I I felt like immediately when I was a kid, like, oh man, like this doesn't happen to other people, you know, like there must be something wrong with me. And, um, and I projected that, I think like, from a very early age, I always thought like something must be wrong with me. Like, and I think like other kids, like as I like got into like the public school system, like other kids kind of like picked up on that. And I got like bullied a lot when I was a little kid, you know? And, um, and as like that went on and on, like, I'm not like at heart, I'm not like an aggressive person. Like I'm, I'm like a nerd kind of, I like, um, I like bugs and like being out in nature and like hanging out with my dog. And, um, I think that I was just forced to kind of like develop this like aggressive nature as I progressed into like my teen out of like fear of being like victimized all the time, you know? Um, so, I mean, that's initially what got me into, um, Taekwondo. Like I was getting bullied so bad that like, my mom was like, all right, you're going to go do Taekwondo. And then I was just, I was just kind of like, also like a maniac little kid. And like the instructor like was like, no, you cannot come. Like I get kicked out like all the time. And like now as I like work the, um, the kids class at my gym, like I have a, I have a, an appreciation for the kids that are like off the wall. I'm like, Oh, I love you so much. You know oh what I mean? <laughs> um, but so as I like got into, into high school and things like kind of got more intense, um, like I started, um, I started boxing for a little while and I started doing like Muay Thai and it was mostly like, because I was like, you know, fuck this. Like, I'm not letting like people get the best of me anymore, you know? And, um, and like at first, like stepping into like that mindset, it was like a very like righteous thing, you know, like when, when you first like stand up for yourself. Um, I mean, I have been like 
getting into like little like fights and shits when I was like a little kid, like um, ever since I was like a real little kid, like even like, you know, like my dad would pick me up from school and see some like, like I remember this one occasion, like this kid like whipped a baseball at my head or something. And uh, like when I was real little and my dad was like, we're not leaving this parking lot until you fight that kid. Like, you know what I mean? And I was like, all right. You know what I mean? Like, I just like, it seemed like violence and like aggression was like the way that I needed to like solve these problems. So I turned to martial arts, like to defend myself, you know? And um, unfortunately, like when you, start building those habits like it it just can get carried away like it can just go way too far you know and um i think that's like what happened with me like it started to become like oh yeah this is how like i solve my problems now and so like as i got older and i realized that like this is not solving anything like this is like just like keeping a wound from my childhood open that i've been trying to like heal for so long um, I realized like, oh man, I got to like get back. Like I got to really like think about like what I'm doing. Like I really need to like, to figure out like how to, to like get peace of mind, you know? And, um, sorry, were you going to say something? No, well, I, I, I had a question. I don't want to interrupt your train of thought, but I was one, it seemed like you had a, a drivenness in your training, like a drive and ambition in your training to, to get better for a very specific purpose, which was defending yourself in real life. Yeah. At I first, was for sure. Yeah. At, at first, during that time when you felt like I need to do this in order to survive, was there a part of you that also enjoyed the activity or was that oh, without a doubt? Okay. Without a doubt. And, um, and like, I never forgot how I felt, you know, and, um, as like, as time went on and I was like, you know, I really need to like, I need to like find like something like I need to, I need to like cure this. Um, I was like always in the back of my mind. I'm like, I got to get back into jujitsu. I like have to go sign up. Like I have to get back into training. Like, you know what I mean? And I know we were talking about Musashi like before the show. And um, I, so, so like I rescued my dog and I had a lot more time. Like all of a sudden I had like something like a reason to be home. Like, so, you know what I mean? Like a reason to be yeah. in early, like something that needed me. And so I started like reading a lot and I've always been kind of like into philosophy. Um, and I picked up the book of five rings. I, uh, I read it and I read it a, a lot of times, but there's like one line, like the way is in training. Like it just like kept replaying in my head, like over and over and over and he would talk about how like you can't just read these words like you have to go train like you have to practice like so like you can't just understand this by reading it you have to go do it and um and after reading that enough like i called my friend scott um who had been training at mass bjj and he's like a a pro mma fighter out of there and an, and an overall like awesome guy and i've known him since we were little kids we used to like skateboard together and stuff and um i called him and i was like yo i think i'm gonna come in today you know and uh and ever since then, like, I just been back at the gym, like six days a week. Like, it's just all I do now. I mean, it can, it can definitely take over your life in that way, especially when you, you are inspired by 
a piece of information like that or a way of looking at an activity that way where it's like you will gain this sort of enlightenment through training like and you will gain understanding and i I think that's funny because it mirrors before i even picked up the book of five rings uh which if you the full endorsement of the jjt podcast here if any listeners and viewers have not read the book of five rings and you really dig that sort of like philosophical look at combat cannot recommend it enough it is a absolute page turner and you're reading the thoughts of one of the best warriors to ever live so you know you might get something out of it i my coach ed like the guy who got me into jujitsu me and him are big star wars fans and the way he describes jujitsu and the act of training is that it's the closest you'll ever get to being a jedi because because of the force and jujitsu and training is like the force your training is like an energy field. It's not a weapon you carry on your hip. It's just in you and, and surrounds you and it keeps you safe. It really, it's always with you and you feel it. You like, you, you know, when you can do what you want to do, you know, how the moves you, you can trust your body to implement a game plan in a different scenario for whatever's going on in life. And it, it empowers you that way. And so I feel like that that's it's similar where the, the training gives you that enlightenment. You know, I, I, I always appreciate people that can look at it that way. Um, was there ever a moment you wanted to quit, though, after you really got started and, and got into it? Honestly, no. No, <laughs> I, I've never I've never wanted to quit. Like the worst the day is, honestly, like the, I think it's like cooler. Like, you know what I mean? Like when someone can just like like when you when someone can just like do whatever they want to you and just like manhandle you or like, you know what I mean? And it's just like so tough and you can't do anything like that. Just, I, I'm just like, Oh my God, that's so cool. I want to I be mean, able to do that one day, you know, for a lot of people to stick with it is realizing that everything that's happening to you, if you train, you can do it to other people, you know, like you will yeah. be in that role. And I always thought that was incredible just because, you know, I think for a lot of and us, we never had like power in life and it's crazy yeah. to, you can have i'm just i'm sorry this is this is weird because now i'm being blasted back to my like early days and i haven't gone back there in a while and i'm (laughs) I'm remembering how it first felt you know like well this isn't about me (laughs) yeah no so you have done an incredible amount through jujitsu to help your community why don't you tell us a little bit more about the outreach you've been doing? Yeah. So like, so when I got back into training and like I, um, and I really started to see this like transformation in myself and I like watch other people like evolving around me, like my teammates. And, um, I was like thinking about when I was a kid and, um, how like, damn, like I, if I had like, if I just had a like money and like a car, like I would have been doing this the whole time. You know what I mean? And, um, and so it just made me want to be able to provide that for as many people as possible. Um, so I started true path. Um, we basically fundraise and we, we started like a merch line. All the money goes to, um, to like sponsoring at risk kids into jujitsu academies. Um, right now we do it out of our gym, uh, mass BJJ. Um, and we also started a program through, uh, job Corps in Grafton. I don't know if you, are you familiar with job Corps? 
I am a little bit, but before our listeners, I think uh, an explanation would probably help. It's like a secondary school, like a trade school, um, but they like board and feed like the kids there and uh, they try to do like activities for them, you know, on campus. So like um, a bunch of us like will go out there and we'll pick like carloads of kids up and bring them to the gym to train. And we also set up mats like those are the pictures that you're looking at right now. We'll set up mats there and try to like either we'll lead the classes or we'll bring like black belts in to lead the classes. Um, But yeah, it's, it's been awesome. You guys just roll up to the school. Get in, losers. We're going to do jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, it's it's great, and it's awesome to like be able to see like, um, that like feel that like for like the first night you bring someone into the gym, and like you get to like relive that moment that you had, like where they're like, "That was awesome," you know what I mean? And and they just can't stop talking about it. And then the next time you see them, they're like, "Dude, I was on YouTube, like looking at," you know what I mean? Like when you like cannot stop like um yeah this guy's thinking this is awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's josh he um he's a purple belt at our gym he volunteers with us sometimes oh sweet yeah in one of the messages it sounded like in in our back and forth initially or in your back and forth with kev g it sounded like you had a really solid range of experience levels teaching um what was it like asking people to be a part of this uh this idea. Uh, what is so cool about this is the amount of support that it has gotten like immediately. Like, um, my main coach, like Nate Ryan, um, he has been the most supportive person. Like I've never met a guy like this. Like he, every idea I have, he's like, yep, do it. Like everything I want to do, he like wants to try Like I'm like naturally, like I'm thinking like worst case scenario all the time. I'm like, all right, Nate, like, what if this, and he's like, don't worry about that. You can't control that. Let's just do this. Let's make it happen. Um, you know, he's opened like his doors to me in ways that I, I'm so grateful for, um, you know what I mean? Um, and anyone I'm like, yo, you want to come by and like teach a class? I mean, people are always like, people like ask me like, Hey, do you need any help? And I'm like, yeah, man, please. Like these kids love it. You know, I think that that, that really goes to show that there is a, uh, it could be that there's like, there's just genuinely amazing people in your area. But I also feel like that jujitsu really does instill in everybody. The fact that you got to pay it forward a little bit, you know, you got to send the elevator down because there's nothing like looking at those first day white belts and realizing like how far you've come and wanting to help them out a little bit. So oh, that's, without a doubt. Yeah. What I, I would love to know more about like when you're, you're gauging interest in potential new people to come by. Do a lot of them know what jujitsu is? Like do a lot of them understand what it is and like they're excited to start it or is there more of an explanation process? I think now as like MMA is like more like mainstream, a lot of the kids know what it is. Um, But yeah, there's some people who have like no idea what it is. Um, It was cool. Like, so when we first, um, when we first started a program at Job Corps, there was like a few kids, like, I don't know, there was like seven kids or eight kids who were like showing up. And then um, like three weeks in, there was like someone pulled the fire alarm. So the whole Job Corps like had to come to the gym and we had like our mats set up. And uh, <laughs> me and my training partner, Tom, we we're like, yo, this is like our shot. Like we got to just like 
do some like crazy stuff right like and we just like went at it like well like the teachers were just like taking attendance we seriously like went at it as like hard as we could like ATC finals like level like we were just doing and we were like pulling off like the like you know what i mean like some like crazy stuff on each other like you know what i mean just like make it look like flashing insane and like the next roll imanari roll like flying yeah like helicopter arm bar like like yeah all kinds of stuff like all kinds of throws and stuff and um and yeah like the next class there was like 35 kids came and uh yeah it was it was awesome like i'm thank whoever pulled the fire alarm whoever pulled the fire alarm thank you jordan i'm not gonna lie it's starting to sound like you just straight up pulled the fire alarm i might have i'm gonna plead the fifth hey man whatever works i think that that's really cool what was was it hard what was the communication between job core like you know like did, when you went to them and said like we want to start doing this uh were they immediately on board so actually i know a kid a kid who i grew up with who kind of like um he like kind of saw like what jujitsu had done for my life personally he's a he was a counselor there at the time and he was like hey would you ever come here and like do jujitsu with like the kids here and i was like definitely dude and he kind of just like worked the whole thing out um and i don't know it just worked out like there was no there was no problems it was just like an idea i like had a meeting explained it and they're all like yeah yeah that sounds good and i was like all right (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's it's great when things work out like that and i think it also goes to show that the image of jujitsu has definitely changed over the years just because it feels like once upon a time, people would always tie jujitsu to like MMA, blood on the mat, like like elbows in the face. And now people understand that there's a difference and that this is something that's safe for a wide variety of people. Yeah. I mean, since you've run it, have there been any major injuries? No. I mean, we try to like, so I try to model like, um, so when, when we bring the kids to like the gym that I train at and they train under like my coaches and stuff, like the the culture at my gym is like, it's unreal. You know what I mean? Um, there's all kinds of people on the mat. There's like guys who fight in the UFC. There's like Pan Am champs. There's, there's like your average guy. There's like older, like women and men and everyone is training together. And it's like, what, whatever your goals are, like you can meet them there, but like no one is gonna like disrespect you. Do you know what I mean? Like if you match up with like a, a guy who's a way better than you or like who is a competitor and you're like, and you're not like, they're not just going to like take it to you. It's like a very inclusive, like family oriented culture. And I try to like, when I, when it's like me and I'm like on this campus with like the kids, like I try to instill that in them. Like these are your teammates. Like also this is a crazy thing that like doesn't really exist anywhere else. Like jujitsu at a school. So if you guys hurt each other, like they're probably going to like, you know what I mean? Kill it. Um, so yeah, but it, it's awesome, man. Like watching them like wrestle and like get it all out. And everyone's like laughing at the end. You know what I mean? Everyone's kind of like beat up. And um, so you're no, saying there's, like, there's like a lighthearted, friendly environment there for, for the sure. Kids. Yeah. Hypothetical. Say I come in for a day and I don't know, maybe I'm rocking a Buccaneers uh, sweatshirt. Am I walking yeah. out? Of, am I walking out of there feeling like those are friendly, nice guys? Or it depends on who's there. Oh <laughs> boy, <laughs> we were 
it's funny we were we had joe lozon on like a an epo like a, a while ago this is back when brady was first traded and i spent the first few minutes going just like so how how's how you guys holding up and he's like not great you know <laughs> oh man but so you've a big part of why we wanted to sit down with you today was the the idea of how jujitsu has transformed your life. And you, you even said uh, that you have thoughts about you you would have been in prison. Like you would have ended up in a, in a negative space without jujitsu. And I, I would love to know if you've started to see a similar transformation in any of the people like that have been working with you in this program. Like, have you noticed any? Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. I mean, yeah. I mean, like I obviously don't want to like put. No, not not name names. Just just like, like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we have kids and like young adults who have like struggled with like crazy addiction. Um, We have kids who have been in the same position as me um, and like kind of were on the road that I was on. Um, And I mean, there's a couple of them that like, I mean, we talk like every day now, you know what I mean? And, um, and they're doing so good. Like even it sucks right now with like, everything's kind of shut down and like yeah. a lot of them like aren't training right now. You know what I mean? Like we have a couple kids like still, um, like still like, uh, like coming in like regularly, but like all the, tra- like me traveling to schools and picking kids up and bringing them in, like that's kind of like on pause right now. Um, but, but even the kids who, who haven't been able to continue to train through this, like they've found like other outlets, like now they're just going to the gym, like getting ripped, like going on runs. Like, do you know what I mean? It's, it's really transformed their lives and it's, it's awesome. Uh, is there a rough age range on like, uh, kids that come and join this, this, uh, these classes? Um, so we like, have kids in our program from like 16 to like 24 right now wow um, yeah and uh really healthy young like kid population yeah and i don't even know that like i i would be into helping like pretty much anybody out you know what i mean like regardless yeah. of their age um but the, right now i mean that's like the demographic we're working with um is it is there a different a differential split between boys and girls or is it mainly guys that you're you guys are it's mainly guys but um we have like at job core like a few girls that come out like um weekly um obviously i I feel like it's just like in the gym like you get like you usually get more guys you know what i mean um we try to bring like i'm trying to like i have a plan for like when things get back to normal or whatever, like I want to have like a big, like girls only thing. Um, yeah. At, like job core. And I want to start like trying to bring more girls like into, um, like into my gym, but um, got to wait on that. Unfortunately, I don't want to divert, devote too much time to it, but I think like we've been doing a kind of like accounting whenever we have a, a guest from an area that we, we we're not, currently in so like what's the situation in massachusetts and with regards to covid and and gyms you know like uh, the second is the second wave as bad as the first in terms of things being shut down um right now like for my gym um like we are training in pods so um like we have like six guys in our pod 
and we can only train like with like amongst ourselves. And like when we come into the gym, we like wear a mask, go to a section of the mat. Like we stay there, we train there. And then when we leave, we got to put our mask back on. Like anytime we run in like a common area or something, we're, we're like wearing a mask. Um, other gyms, I don't know. It seems kind of like people are just doing whatever. So like some gyms I think are like wide open, like just acting like, um, like business as usual. Um, it seems to vary from gym to gym, honestly. I mean, I, I'm not going to name names, but I know people that are just boarding up the windows and training like nothing's happening, you know, and I, I, yeah. it's, it's it, a lot of people are just worried after how bad things got the first time around, you know, with regards to keeping people invested. And, you know, when you're dealing with younger people, I feel like that's different than when you're dealing with like the older generation and yeah. the older folks, just because of differences in immunity to this thing, but yeah. it's a tough needle to thread. You know, and it's, it's, I'm glad, I'm glad to know that you guys are, are, are keeping it safe. You know, that's good. And I think a lot of people could do well to, to emulate more of those behaviors. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it sucks. It's kind of like a lose lose for everyone. You know what I mean? People are like losing their livelihood. People are losing their actual lives. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like terrible situation. Ah, Yeah. But you know, uh, on on lighter news, just because there are there are multiple aspects to to True Path that I'd love to get into. One of them are some of these sick designs that you guys have put out. Uh, I'd love to know a little bit more about the design process. Oh yeah, so um, it's just me and my brother. Basically, um, my brother Ryan does all of our graphic design. Um, wow! Can I give him a plug? His uh, oh. Feel free. <laughs> his his Instagram is at the rotting mess. Um, he does lots of like work for like metal bands and uh, oh, yeah. and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, I basically just come up with an idea. I tell him what I want, and then he makes it like way better than I could have. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah, he just does such a great job. I, I got to admit, these do look sick. Thank you. He's gonna be pumped. By the way, I just got to say, I do not want to mess with that guy. Like, those standing arms. Ray? Yeah, that, that, those yeah, standing arms awesome. always come out of nowhere sometimes, and they could just be really annoying. Especially, like, they're really good for self-defense, too. Yeah, so that was um, a class. Um, this guy, Dan Phoenix, he's uh, one of my coaches. He's a, a Pan Am champion, um, and he came in and, and, like, did, like, this whole self-defense class, and this is, like, something that he taught. It was pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I just, as I'm looking through, all I can remark on is that everyone just seems really, really happy and focused. And it's great to see a, a whole crop of people that might otherwise not have access to jiu-jitsu get the chance, you know? like Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a, it's like a population of people who really like could use it, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I. You know, I've been, I've talked about it before on the show, but I've been bullied, you know, sometimes violently. It's, you know, part of the reason I started was because I got like attacked badly in high school. And I know that the younger you are, the more you need this. You know, the biggest regret yeah. I ever had is that I didn't find it sooner. You know, I was yeah. in like, I was in karate and, you know, that was, I broke a board one time and then that was it. But 
it's it's really good. And I know these aren't like preschoolers you're dealing with, but like it's still they're they're young, they're still forming, and it it's a it's a good thing that you yeah, are I think I think like I think what it provides like is that sense of belonging that a lot of people that come from like a dysfunctional like house or like a chaotic life, like they just want like that like security of like belonging to something. And like a lot of times people seek that out like in a negative way. And I think jujitsu and like the environment you're in, in a jujitsu academy, like it provides that to you, but in a positive way, like, um, you know, you have your like tribe and you have like a, a support system and you have these friendships that you develop through like shared struggle and you guys like share pain and you share joy, like, and, um, and you have like something that you represent that's like bigger than yourself. And I think that's important to a lot of people. I think that at all, I swear to God, everybody, I'll eventually start, stop talking about my upcoming wedding, you know, but like not for right now. When I, when I thought about it, I realized that everybody in my entourage is tied to jujitsu in some way, like all my groomsmen, you know, my, my brother, who's my best man, he's rolled before, like everyone has at least touched jujitsu in some way, you know, and I, I, I can't, I can't imagine anything better. You know, because the, the friends that I've made in jujitsu, they've seen my whole range of emotion. They've seen me broken down and crying. They've seen me like freaking out and angry. They, they've they've gotten to know everything I have. And there's a comfort in that. There's a comfort when you've totally broken down all the barriers with with a group of people. And I think that in today, like in today's day and age, that doesn't happen as organically as it maybe used to, you know, because there's a lot of barriers that are put up between us and other people, you know, like there's like screens, there's like video games and there's a bunch of things that, that aren't as primal as I'm going to go fight a guy and then we're going to get uh, acai bowls after. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Is that what you find a lot of in jujitsu? Is that what you get out of it to an extent? Yeah. I just love that. Like that sense of belonging I get, I like love that there's like something bigger than me that I get to like represent and like, um, and I think it's like important, like when you first start, like, and you come into like your Academy and you like look at like the, you know, the guys, like the, the older guys or like the upper ranks and you like start to like understand the culture and you kind of have to like assimilate to that. If you like want to, if you want to like belong and usually you're assimilating into like a very positive, like healthy, kind of lifestyle you know so i think that like jujitsu like yeah it's cool that you could choke somebody out but i think it's cooler like that it like really reshapes your whole life and um and like how you view life and how you live your life i think the better you get it for a lot for most people for the the people that are tailor-made for this sport it becomes the more the more equipped you are to inflict damage, the less you want to do it. You know, like it's it's you you become the more you understand violence and what it means to really fight someone. I think it loses a lot of its bite. You know, it, it becomes it, it's less you throwing your raw emotions at someone and and fighting them, 
and it's more like a series of steps that you can use to to end a, an altercation. And you know, you can hurt people, but you, you I, I don't know. Like there was a, the I used to think of fighting as like angry an angry like storm that used to mm-hmm. just like it it would happen and then you you just kind of got to do stuff until it's over. And it's not the same anymore. You know, it's that that part is done. And I think that's that's for the best. Because a, lo- a lot of people act like they they know what fighting is and they don't. At least that's yeah. I, in my life I've seen. Like every single person I encounter on the freeway, they've never been in a fight. <laughs> yeah. And I think like your point exists like in the real world as well as like off the mat. I think people who like – I think people who have seen like real violence and who like have like experienced real violence, like they don't really find it cool – either you know like um I th- and i think like i th- i think that's why like it's important to get these kids like you know what i mean like channel it like un- yeah. and like understand it and like be able to like just like be free of it you know i think that it, it giving kids this experience which in today's day and like in today's society is is pretty rare like the fights happen less and less as opposed to like 20 years like yeah. 30, like 30 or even 20 years ago. And I think giving them that experience of this is what it feels like when you are up against the wall and you lose, like in the real life that happens, you just, you walk away or you don't like you walk away with broken limbs and like your possession stolen or, Oh, it was wild, but you know, the dogs finally barked. You, you, I'm going <laughs> to tell him I said, what's up? Uh, hang on one second. Just one second. I'm sure I'm showing him off. Okay, this is this is Monty. Oh, he's a Monty, little. Monty, what's up? I haven't been spending enough time with him today. Hey, everybody, you've seen <laughs> Monty before. He's a little bit bigger now. Are you good? You gonna be behaved? Okay, kisses. Okay, say hi, Jordan. Hi, Jordan. What's up? Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. I, I haven't been able to hang out with the as much with the move. But uh, what I, I was just going to say is that a lot of kids will never know what it's like to get into a fight until it happens and they get potentially hurt, you know, and yeah. you give them this me- these simulated fights over and over again, and they get to understand themselves better, and they get to delve deeper into an area of themselves that normally it costs a lot to go into. Like it, it, you risk a lot by getting into a fight in the real world. You don't in a jujitsu gym. And I feel like the, the way you can develop a person through those experiences, there hasn't been enough studies done on how good it is, but it's, it's an incredibly good experience. You know, the, these, that's what know nothing Kevin here has to say. <laughs> I think I like, um, I like what you said about, how it's important that they lose. Like, I think that's such a, like, especially um, when I look at like the kids in like the kids program, like even like the young kids, like, you know what I mean? Like six years old to like 10 years old, like it's important 
to like lose and just like come back the next day, like, uh, like over and over and over and over. And, um, obviously that, that just happens like in jujitsu, like when you start and it just like ha- doesn't stop. I don't think like, um, I, I think that the, the, the magnitude of how much you lose in jujitsu at first losing sucks in jujitsu. Like you feel like, Oh, I should have d- it because you don't understand it. You think there's something you could have done that's within your knowledge base to prevent it, but there's not. And you, you realize that and you, you lose so much, you become desensitized to losing. Like it loses its bite. And that's amazing. That's a great thing. And then I think it stretches into real life. Like I know there have been blunders I've made in real life that because I've just gotten my ass kicked in jujitsu so much, it doesn't hurt as bad because I realize there's always another, you can always pick yourself up. You know, it's, without, it's, without a doubt. And do do you think that, like, have you have you gotten many people that are unable to really wrap their head around that? You know, or or is because I feel like for most people that do it, they they get it pretty quickly. So, what do you mean? Like, have I encountered kids who like can't handle like the the losing? Is that what you mean? I guess, yeah. Um. Like maybe a few, I think like, um, I try to like, when like someone is new, especially if it's like, just like us and at like on the job core campus or something, I try to like work with them, like myself at first, you know, um, instead of like throwing them in with like, I mean, it's, it's actually pretty cool. Like not to, um, get too off track, but like when we first started, job core there was like a bunch of like high school wrestlers and there was some like kid who did mma uh in puerto rico who had just like moved there and so there was like a, a good amount of experience like wow. which i did not expect at all it was pretty cool so like the we could like put all them together and then um and then like kind of like keep the newer crowd like together amongst themselves um so i try to like do as much as possible to like at least at the the very beginning, like not allow them to get like too frustrated, you know? Um, so I haven't really experienced too much of that. I think like what it comes down to is like, if a person is frustrated, they just don't show up again the next time. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. Huh? I don't really get to like, see that. Like um, I think if someone is like open enough to like express that, then you can just be like, yo, dude, this is what happens. It happens to me every day. And then they come up back again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Has, um, has teaching, has teaching such a diverse range of like younger people improved your jujitsu at all? I think so. Um, I think especially like the little kids at the gym, like just repeating over and over again, like the, the steps and like, you have to like make them so simple. Um, do you know what I mean? Like, and it's like almost like a mantra. Like if you're just like repeating this, like escape over and over again to like a little kid, like all week long in the most simple of, um, like this, the most, like in the most simple way possible that like, I feel like it has to have some kind of an effect positively. I, I know for a fact, I, my only experience teaching was, uh, uh, when I was at college, my, the closest gym was an hour away. And so I was only going once a week 
And so I started like a small jujitsu club on campus to just like get rolls in with some of the beefy guys at the gym that, that wanted to do MMA. And I guarantee I was able to explain things to them that I was not good at at all. And it kind of shocked me and it didn't like it, 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 I was able to do like hip bump sweep and I'm like, wow, I've never pulled off a hip bump sweep. How do I like, where is this knowledge yeah. coming from? And I did have some help. I had to Skype my coach every now and again to be like, Hey, did I do this right? And there were times where they're like, you, you shouldn't ever teach. Cause like I thought <laughs> Ezekiel choke. And then like one of my best friends, Tristan, like years later was like, Hey Kev, like, I'm starting jujitsu again and I'm doing the Ezekiel choke. And I'm like, oh, great. He's like, it even works when I'm like inside close guard. I'm like, oh, no. And he's like, and I do it from like on bottom. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I've, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. That's like was my um, – that's like been like kind of my only like reluctancy, I guess, like as far as like – when I first wanted to like put this program together, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to have to like go out and like be teaching and stuff. Like, is that like, can I do that? Like, is it going to be okay? And like, um, you know what I mean? I just like get so anxious. And, yeah. um, but, but, um, no, it's been really fun. I just like, you know what I mean? When it's just us, like I just stick to the fundamentals and, um, and then it's just like awesome to bring like, like, like the upper ranks in and like, I have great coaches. They're like technical and, um, they helped me like with everything. So yeah, it's been an awesome, it's been an awesome process. So once they get a little bit of jujitsu under their belts, uh, do, do you find that the intensity of the, the sparring kind of kicks up a little bit? Like, like Oh, without a doubt. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> There's like a couple kids, um, who actually have like graduated from job core now. Um, awesome. And, uh, like one of them's, um, like this kid, his name's Devin. Um, I mean, he had like a complete turnaround and now he's like a Marine complete stud. And, um, Hoorah. but like, yeah, like him and, uh, his, they have like roommates and stuff there. And like, by the end of it, dude, like I had to be like, yo, you guys have to like, stop. Like, <laughs> like they were just going so crazy. Um, it was awesome to watch though, you know? By the like, way, I just I, I need to say this because my my brother is actually a Marine and he when he went away to boot camp, me and my coach spent like months doing private lessons with him to get him ready. And by the end of it, he came back and told us, You over you overdid it. Like I showed up and I was like tooling on everybody, like guillotining everybody, and they don't know how to Dude, do it. That's awesome. Program. So I need you to know you weaponized a kid and then sticked him on the Marine Corps. <laughs> Dude, okay. I have a st story just like that about this kid from um, from our gym. Uh, his name's Keegan. Um, he did jujitsu since he was three years old um, up till he was 18. Um, and this dude, like, he has, like, uh, before he joined, uh, I think he's in the Air Force. He um, had like a super long like ponytail, kind of like nerdy looking dude, complete nice. savage. And uh, I was like, dude, you're going to have to do like combatives with people. Like when you get there, he goes, I know. I'm going to tell everyone I've never been in a fight in my whole life. Oh, that's bull. And, uh, oh, oh, fuck that guy. Come on. <laughs> and he like just trolled everyone. I mean, obviously in good fun. But, uh, but yeah. yeah. But like still, come on. Everyone's going to leave feeling like such crap. <laughs> <laughs> 
this ponytail, this this kid that had the ponytail just kicked all our ass. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, that's got to feel. I I I always appreciate stories like that because it means it works, you know, and it means yeah. it's effective. And I, I'm glad whenever somebody can have a good time with it, you know. For sure, yeah. Like I. When he when he was telling me the stories, I was just like, "Oh man!" Are you? But unfortunately, he hasn't able to uh, keep training. So this is a call out to Sean Bradley. Um, go train, please. I need you to train. I'm I'm tempted to demote you from best man to someone else. All right. <laughs> Damn. I I've threatened it before, and it, he takes the threat very seriously. Um, <laughs> I I don't want to keep you too much longer, but I would love to know a little bit more about some some thoughts for the future of true path that you had like is this something you see expanding into other organizations and like other places throughout the country or right now are you oh yeah i i would love to turn this into like an enormous program i mean i want to eventually like start sponsoring kids into other gyms that like aren't the gyms that i go to you know what i mean i'm gonna have to coordinate transportation and all that and like it's gonna require a little more funding but I feel like the the sky is honestly like the limit. I feel like I could do this in every city, like with every gym in the country, you know, like um, we have a great relationship with um, Florian martial arts right now. They donate tons of geese to us. Um, and I'd love to like work with them. Like once things get back to normal, uh, there's a bunch of other like gyms in our area. I would love to like put kids in, in those gyms, like where it's easier for them. You know what I mean? Like, kids who could maybe like walk there um, or if it's, it's like, um, or just other people like, like volunteer, like in, in those areas, like I would just love to expand as much as possible. I know that you had worked with Lawrence uh, public school before uh, Lawrence high school, mm-hmm. and they have a jujitsu program uh, that, that by all accounts is pretty popular. Do you see this as a program that can exist in like things at the high school level or even younger, or are you sticking to mainly like 16 to college aged and above people? Yeah, I would love to operate like, um, at, in every, you know, like age range possible. Um, Lawrence high school is really cool. Are, were you familiar about um, with their like jujitsu program before this, I've done a story about them before, and I just thought like, holy crap! If if my school had had this, I'd be I'd be a savage. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's unreal. Like you go to math class, then you go to jujitsu class, then you go to English class, and it's like a classroom um, that's like the floor is all mats, and there's like techniques written on the whiteboard and stuff. Oh my um, god! <laughs> the, yeah, it's so cool. The guy who runs that um, program now, um, Ron Portante, he trains at Mass BJJ, and um, we go up there and like help them out, like pretty much as often as we can, like when things are normal. And um, like they have at the end of their semester, they have like tournaments between all the classes. It is so cool. This like, is the, like this is like Hogwarts <laughs> shit. Like I, I, I yeah. when I've read about it, I'm like, this is Hogwarts. This is Hogwarts for jujitsu. I there's like teams, and you get to like be the best jujitsu person. You just get beat the crap out of everybody. <laughs> but I also think it would make high school a lot like my my high school. None of the people in my grade really liked one another very much. Like there were little groups of friends, but for the main like mostly everybody hated everybody. And I feel like something like this would do so much for making people friendly to one another. Yeah. 
Um, I was talking with Ron um, about like his students. I mean, and he was like, yeah, I don't think a single person that's ever been in like my jujitsu class has ever been in a fight inside of school. Like, like if that's not like a good enough statistic to let, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's like, well, because like what aggression do you have left after jujitsu class? You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah. Nothing. <laughs> like based solely on the fact that you're tired as hell, you know? Yeah. It's going to be for an hour straight or longer. You don't have time to be mad. You, you got to get home. You got to get home. <laughs> and like arm bar finals. <laughs> yeah. I would love to see a jujitsu SAT, which is just a shark tank. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well, Jordan, thank you so much for giving me so much of your time here tonight. Uh, I, this is normally the time where we allow guests to sort of plug all the various things they have going on. And I know we've, we've done a lot of that for true path, but if there's anything we missed or anything else that you want to bring up before the close here, the floor is yours. All right, yeah, um, you can follow us at True Path Grappling on Instagram. Um, I just want to thank like everyone at MassBJJ, um, my coaches, Nate Ryan, Pat Barbieri, Dan Phoenix, Scott Gorgone, um, everybody in my pod, Joey, Cody, Tom, Sean, Dan, uh, Brian and Christian, Gotta my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys, uh, I couldn't do this without you guys, so. I appreciate you all. You, you didn't forget the furry little guy by your side, right? Oh, yeah. Chansey. Where is he? Oh, Big shout out to Chansey. Oh, oh. <laughs> Okay. All right. That's, that's the, we can't overdo it too much. But, uh, yeah, Jordan, this, this sounds like an incredibly important program. Uh, we cannot wait to, to see more of it when like the world starts to open up again and uh yeah keep doing amazing stuff man you're giving jujitsu to people that really need it for sure um thank you so much this is so cool um like i said i've never done a podcast before um i really appreciate you guys giving me this opportunity and like reaching out to me um yeah, I can't thank you guys enough. I don't know. <laughs> well, all I ask for is uh, when I do stop by Boston uh, for some roles, uh, you tell everyone I'm really good at jiu-jitsu. You know, that's all. Oh, I'm yeah, saying. let's make it happen, baby. Hell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, right. Also, I love your palm hat. Oh, that's thanks, man. You know, it's it's cold up here in Buffalo. You know, uh, yeah. uh, you got to keep the ears warm. Oh, man, it's supposed to snow this week, too. I picked a really yeah, good one. We picked a bad time to move. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been another episode of the Jiu-Jitsu Times podcast. I have been your host, Kevin Bradley, joined by an incredibly kind and compassionate guest, Mr. Jordan Thomas. Uh, Kevin Gallagher, congrats on getting that sweet gig, commentating at a fight to win. Uh, you hope you did a great job. I'll go and watch it right after this. But to all of you listening slash watching, we are still in uh, wave two of the quarantine, so stay safe and monitor your loved ones. Uh, physical health is important, but also mental health is very important. So check in on like all the people in your lives and your spheres and be kind because we really need it. It's, it's us against – it's everybody against a terrible circumstance. you know. So be kind to remember that. All right. Good night. <laughs>